0: This is episode 13 on Abundant After Abortion.
1: Are you a mom? Every story valid. Welcome to Abundance After Abortion. If you have had an abortion, girlfriend, you are in the right place at the right time. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and your life has purpose and meaning. And so does your little one. John 1010 10 says Christ died that we may have life and that to the full or what other translations say in abundance not to the exclusion of those who have had an abortion so I am so glad you're tuning in now let's get into today's episode hi ladies
0: we're back and I have sort of a Fold episode for you today. I want to talk about these two subjects, but I think they go well together. Anyway, um, I, so I think I've mentioned about this group I'm in called Divine Timing Ministry. I will link the group below. Um, I'm on the board of this nonprofit. We are establishing ourselves as a nonprofit organization and we meet every other week right now on Tuesday night and we meet via Zoom. Everybody in the group is welcome to join and we just share our stories, share whatever's on our mind and typically we have a topic for that evening that we discuss. Uh, And this past Tuesday was the week before Mother's Day. So we talked about Mother's Day. Um, And One of the things that came up was our thoughts on whether we consider ourselves a mom or not. Some girls were like, no, I've never thought of myself as a mom. Uh, We took some time to talk through our thoughts about it. Um, And I can understand why, I can understand both sides. Say like, no, I'm not a mom. Don't have my baby with me me personally i don't have my 10 year old kid with me i don't have a kid with me like i'm not a mom i'm not an active mom i'm not doing mom things so it makes maybe it makes more sense to say like i'm i don't consider myself a mom in the action part of what being a mom looks like however the other side of the coin is we had a life inside of us, therefore, we're a mom. Like, we had a baby. We were growing a life inside of us, which makes us a mother. Okay, our, yes, yeah, it's established. That not um, but one day, we will be with them. We will be reunited. And we're not going to not be their mom. We are their mom. And when we're reunited with them, we're still going to be their mom. Okay, so what do you think? I know this is a podcast and you're listening, listening to me, but I would love to hear what you think. Um, so, reach out, message me, DM me. Let's have a conversation. How do you feel about either side of the coin you're welcome to join our group our private group divine timing ministries and have a conversation there does that change anything for you if you think about yourself as a mom does that can you feel anything in your heart or in your body when you think about that does that change anything if you haven't thought about it already um There was a comment that one girl made in group on Tuesday, why she didn't consider herself a mom, and it was criteria of what being a mom is, and it stuck with me. She said, a mom is supposed to protect her baby. A mom is supposed to protect her children. She said, I didn't. I didn't protect my child. So I, like along that criteria, no, I'm not a mom because I didn't do what a mom is supposed to do. Um, that stuck with me. And I guess I want to bring this to you as an example of, okay, we need to process how that feels. What does that bring up when you think about this? Like there is a there is a pure reason why your mind brought this up for you to consider. Um and it is valid. I'm gonna talk about every story here. It is valid and worthy for you to feel however you feel. Um side note. In my class that I've been hosting every week now for a while, since the beginning of the year, I talk about a couple lies, a couple thoughts that we think, very commonly we think after having an abortion and why it's not true. Um, And one point that I make is that I want you to consider how a thought makes you feel regardless of whether it's true or not. Whether it's true or not, how it makes you feel is worth noting and validating and looking at. So I don't want you or me or anyone to dismiss or disqualify a thought or a feeling, I want to offer that there is a reason worth looking into as to why your beautiful brain, why your mind presented this thought to you. And the is if we don't look at it, it's going to show up in a different translation. It's going to show up in a different way. It's not just going to disappear and go away. Um, so to look at, where it's coming from, and how it makes you feel, and to process that, it's valid and worth taking the time to do. So going back to this comment that this girl had made about how a mom is supposed to protect her children, and but I didn't. There is a reason her mind was presenting that for her to think. I wouldn't jump to just, oh, that's not true. Like, you you can just change your thought. You don't have to think that that thought is optional. Like, wait, 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 wait. There is a very valid reason, again, why this thought. Your mind is bringing it up. And when we can meet that thought, whether it's true or false, when we can meet that idea with patience, empathy, compassion, grace, understanding. There's no longer any fear or insecurity in feeling whatever your beautiful brain and your mind presents for you to think. All right, every story valid. This is something that I've been wanting to talk about for a little while now because it keeps coming up. For me personally, anyway, I'll tell you why. <laughs> On a recent class, I was chatting with one of the girls afterwards, and she was asking me questions about my story. Um, she was asking like how it was for me, how did I feel, how it was for me, and as I was sharing, I started to feel a little self-conscious because. My story is, all of our stories are unique and different and specific to each person and individual. That being said, there's no story that isn't valid or correct or accurate or good enough. I was feeling self-conscious or kind of like, maybe guilty. I don't know It's interesting to me to think about. Because I didn't go through a lot of pain emotionally through my abortion. I made up my mind. I denied myself the right to feel any sorrow, sadness, mm, poor me, anything. I was like, clap, clap. No, Katie. Pretend this didn't happen. We're going to just move on as if nothing ever happened. Because anyway, everything leading up to Me being pregnant was wrong, and I knew it. And so I said, you can't feel bad about this. Absolutely not at all whatsoever. And so for me to just share with this person after class, because she was in a different category. She felt differently at the time of her abortion than I felt about mine. And I was starting to feel bad about not feeling bad in the way that she was feeling, etc., horrible, awful, guilty, bad, at the time of her abortion. Okay, so my point, I, I guess I'm speaking from experience, do not devalue or discriminate against your story. Your story, however it was for you, is valid. You don't have to feel bad about it not being a certain way. Like, what? (laughs) And there's a difference between comparing your story with somebody else as a means to measure how it was for you. Like, theirs is the standard and you didn't meet it. And so you're not, you're not abortion enough. (laughs) You're not like right enough because like in my example, maybe I didn't suffer enough. So my story is embarrassing or shameful because I didn't go through such an excruciating experience like maybe most other women did. And I could feel guilty about that. I could feel bad. I could feel shameful. Like what's wrong with me? Am I a cold hearted? uncaring insensitive sensitive person like now we're making our story mean something catch it right there it doesn't mean hmm, jack squat it doesn't mean jack squat about you that would be your choice to interpret that to mean that but it's just you can look at the facts and be neutral about what is okay this is what I decided this is my choice this is what happened and every story is valid I would offer instead of hearing someone else's story or sharing yours or asking about someone else's experience is not to compare like how was it for them versus how it was for me as if it's a standard to measure yourself by or evaluate your experience The other option, the other opportunity is to share your story and hear somebody else's story to relate. We can relate in different aspects. We went through a similar experience. We had different thoughts. What were your thoughts? What was your experience? We can empathize. Again, like I was saying, and have compassion and support and have grace for ourselves and others when the purpose of hearing a story, sharing your story is merely, purely, simply to relate. And what else is true is that we, it's twofold. We help when we share. Um, We break down the stigma of abortion, we change assumptions and give evidence to demolish biases like there are so many good things that come from as a result of sharing our stories so we want to do that and it's also healing and wholesome for us personally when we share so it's like a two-way street it's good when we share outward, and it is also good inward for us personally when we share our story. And every story is valid. <sighs> um, some stories are really deep. Some stories are have gone on for a long time. Some stories are really new and fresh and recent. Um, some stories we may depending on how we're thinking about it we may want to cover it like I wanted to deny that it happened I want to dismiss it or do you ever feel when you're sharing your story like yeah you kind of want to downplay it it wasn't as bad as it really was or it was worse than what it really was like do you feel like you want to manipulate your story in some way maybe dismiss it as oh it's not a big deal or justify anyway it's curious to notice what your thoughts are about your experience and your story and how do you feel about sharing it um, I noticed what came up for me. I started to feel guilty, like, dang, I I feel bad for my story. Not being bad enough is what my experience was just recently when I was sharing with someone because they were in a different boat. <sighs> All right. One last note before we sign off, going back to the idea of, are you a mom? Do <laughs> you consider yourself a mom? That is for each individual person to answer. I think it's up to you to decide for yourself how you want to see that, how you want to define that for you, because it comes with some weight. Uh, It comes with some responsibility. For example, I was at the post office yesterday mailing Mother's Day cards, and the clerk Behind the counter, asked if I was a mom, <laughs> ah, and I said no um, because at that moment I didn't want to answer any more questions like, "Oh, how many? How old?" Like, and I don't have to explain myself to anyone. You answer what is in your best interest at that time. I didn't need to go into detail. I didn't. I don't owe anyone, like, I don't owe anyone my story. Here I was just saying how everyone benefits by you sharing your story. So, okay, this is also along some of my reasoning for why I'm um, thoughtful, I guess, particular. What would you say? So I've been thinking about buying a necklace with Evelyn's name on it um, because yeah, I have no reason for why I would want to do that. But I also feel like, all right, on one hand, I don't want to be embarrassed or shy or guilty. Um, have those kinds of thoughts about my baby. Why would I be embarrassed about my baby? Why would I be shy about my baby? Well, it's because of the circumstances surrounding um my baby uh and so to wear a necklace with her name on it do you see how that comes with a little bit of weight <laughs> a little bit of responsibility obligation because what you have to own that now i have to own that if somebody's like oh who's emily oh what's your necklace well do i feel embarrassed do i feel guilt shame? very interesting. I do feel like I can share my story with anyone. I think what catches us off guard is like the surroundings of when and where that would happen. I think being in control of when, how, where I share my story, like a podcast or an interview or an engagement, a public speaking event, something where it's planned and already known of what the topic is but if it's like i'm in the grocery store or in line or at um, the post office mailing cards and it's like out of the blue it's not the right time time, i'm gonna play you right now or i used to work at um at the check-in counter at a gym and i thought well what if somebody stops me at work, like, awkward, mm, and other people are there, I don't know, like, all of that, which is just more to look into and be curious, and notice what you're thinking, how you're feeling, and why that is, and are you being conscious about that, or is all of that, which I think is kind of where I'm at right now, like, all of that is happening unconsciously, because I'm not in the know of all of the things that I'm thinking, I'm just reacting to the situation unconsciously. Okay, are you a mom? Yes and no. <laughs> yes and no, maybe. And I offer that to you to think about what feels right for you. Um, maybe we're undercover moms. How about that? And your story is valid, however it looks, however it is, your story is 100% valid. Even, so I'm going to talk about this sometime too, even if you have been covering up your story and saying, I had a miscarriage, when the truth is you actually had an abortion. All stories, girlfriends. All stories are valid. And if you want to work through your emotions about your experience or your story and how you think and what you feel and everything like that, like what we talked about today, like I said, message me, reach out to me. We can talk through this and we can also talk about working together. Okay, I'm here to help you any way that I can. But when you are serious about walking through a healing journey and you're not just like one foot in, one foot out, dabbling in resources or materials, when you are ready to be whole, I will say, and walk through a healing journey with me six months plus starting six months plus there's an application that you fill out to get that ball rolling okay that is what I have for you I'll put a couple resources in the show notes happy mother's day you have carried life which makes you a mother okay I will talk to you next week I love you
1: Hey, I'm so glad you're listening to Abundant After Abortion. I've just got a favor to ask. Okay, two favors. If you wouldn't mind giving this podcast a quick five-star rating, just scroll down to the bottom of the page on your phone and tap to rate. Second, if you know someone who needs to hear a message of hope and love after having an abortion of their own, would you send this to them? I won't give you numbers or statistics, but suffice it to say there are a lot of women who have had abortions that we probably don't even know of because many of us are suffering in silence for so many reasons. We're not even open or sharing about it. Lastly, I am here to walk this journey with you. Click my milkshake link where you'll find all the ways that we can get connected. You can sign up for my freebie deflating the stress balloon. You can join my email list. You can register for my latest webinar or sign up for a consultation so we can coach together for abundance after abortion. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.